0: And welcome to Mystic Grace podcast number 19. This podcast is a Christmas letter. And I'm here, I'm still here in Sedona, Arizona, with Drs. J.J. Hertog and Dr. Desiree Hertog. And yesterday, when they presented their Christmas letter for the new year to everyone here in Sedona that came to hear them and see them talk, I thought that I could do the next podcast and embellish a little bit on that with their blessings and the keys of Enoch and the truths that will come from the keys of Enoch that are coming from the keys of Enoch. So it's like a Christmas letter from the divine spirit to us, to his children, to planet station earth, to humanity. In the old days, we used to address these letters to whom it may concern. Well, I think I can tell you that it concerns all of us. I'm wishing everyone out there uh, a very happy and holy holiday, a safe holiday. And I would like for JJ and uh, her talk and Desiree to talk about their experience and especially JJ's experience about seeing the face of God through, through the grace of God. This is what their work has all been about. This is the promise and the covenant to us, to humanity. And if you can just imagine this Christmas letter, a Christmas letter to you from us here, and especially from Dr. Hurtogs.
1: Thank you for the introduction, Colleen. Desiree and I are very honored to be with you And looking back some 48 years ago, I can say it was in the time of Christmas that my soul was sorely pressed in desiring to see evidence of the divine. For as a young scholar, I had studied with Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, even Buddhist scholars, all who had their take as to the meaning of the divine path, and yet as far as I was concerned, there was something that was missing. And that was God's love letter to us in the full nature of his holy scriptures. And so it was not Christmas, but rather it was on the 2nd and the 3rd of January, which would be the time these scholars celebrate the holy circumcision of the Christ child. It was at that time that I reached out in deep prayer and supplication And it was only through the divine grace of the Most High that I had a chance to momentarily see the other side. What Catholic scholars call the beatific vision of the divine eternal one. And in his presence, the divine eternal son, the Christ. And in both presence, the face of Michael, the archangelic one. The presence was overwhelming. And of course, those of you who have followed the keys of Enoch for many decades now, no, that that Christmas story from upstairs was to make us aware, I in particular, that we were part of a divine family. Sent on an assignment to what we would call Spaceship Mother Earth, our little planet in need of understanding God's grace and the power and the victory that is normally associated with the story of Christmas, the divine becoming human and the human teaching The divine is within everyone that aspires to know the true God, the living God of eternity. In so many words, I would say that the story that Desiree and I are sharing with you is an open-ended letter because it's not complete. It's up to each of us to realize that that letter, Christmas story, is also a page from the book of life that John the Divine refers to in his revelation. In fact, the Greek word Bibliotesoes means the, the book of life is really the life code that we are brought into existence with, that we can use and mobilize so effectively, not just for a Christmas story or for an Easter story or a Hanukkah story, but all of them brought together because every day should be the Christmas story. Every day should be the Hanukkah candle of the eighth chakra or the higher mind every day should be the Easter celebration of transformation and purpose. And so I'm going to ask Desiree to give a brief overview of what she feels is important in this great work and assignment.
2: Right. So what is key, I think, in all of this is although the Dr. Hertek had a unique experience, we all have that deeper connection. And so whether we want to see that connection with the Christ who came to earth. And you know, his ministry was only about three and a half years. Very, very short. Of course, he was on the planet, some say about 33 years, but ultimately we don't believe that he, you know, died in a period that he basically resurrected. That's the real story of his birth is also the story of his ascension. And ultimately, that ascension process, really, we feel, is because he originally came from part of the Trinity focus and came just temporarily to this earth and then was able to return. So that gives us a connection. And we think that's why he came here, to give us all that deeper connection to to the father, to the trinity, and to he himself. So there was a lot of wisdom, a lot of sharing, a lot of love while he was on the planet, but there's equally that amount of sharing while he's in the heavenly realms. And the fact that he came even for that brief time, even 2000 years ago is still, uh, key for us today because we can tap into that level of information, of love, and even of healing for some who need it. Now, it's interesting, Dr. Jack also had a deeper connection with other aspects of the Trinity. We call it the Holy Spirit. We also call, of course, the Divine Father. We actually feel that the Holy Spirit can be, in a certain sense, the feminine aspect, although in the highest of levels... There really isn't this male and female that we see here because we feel we live in a planet of duality. And that's why there's this male and female. higher worlds, it's not really like that. Everyone has their process, their order, their purpose. But to us, it can look like that. But even the divine father has a direct connection to all of us. And I know many people have seen this work. In fact, that's part of our... Uh, Christmas letters, people are having these unique experiences. We'll call it with the other side, um, seeing Christ, seeing Archangel Michael.
1: Yes, and this is why this Christmas letter for 2020 is so significant, because this is a different type of Christmas we're being prepared for. A Christmas not of seeing Christmas gifts under a Christmas tree, but realizing we are the tree of life the true meaning of the whole concept of the Tree of Birth and Rebirth. And the gifts are for us to share at this stage of evolutionary change, not simply to see plastic wrappings of traditional happiness, but to realize our souls on the line, it is the fullness of our soul, the fullness of our spirit, the fullness of our heart in all of its fantastic glory that is to be shared at this time because the signs and seasons are very clear. This is the recapitulation of all the Christmases. And the Christmas letter is for each of us to write and to announce to the world that we are part of a higher family, a higher divine family, which the keys of Enoch refer to as the Christ story that has come into visible experience. The divine has come in through each of us also to represent the fullness of the Christ of eternity that we must now begin to share as we open the doors of space and time to ascension, to contact with other worlds, and also the realization that this is not just an ordinary event, but every day from four in the morning to 12 at night or whatever time clock, biological time clock we work with, every day from here on shall be a proclamation of the seven seals being broken. Those seven seals we're seeing now in terms of the plagues, the economic and social upheavals, and yet we are clearly told in the Holy Scriptures and in the keys of Enoch that we are being given the knowledge base to understand not only the second coming of Christ, but the second coming of science, so that we have perfect assurance and the ingenuity that is necessary for the healing gifts, for those of public teaching and discourse, as well as for creativity through all manner of the creative arts to reach out in a new drama to show the garment of the Christ as what we've put on in this body of human limitation.
0: Dr. Hertog, do you think that since we have all been dealing with this, this, the, the COVID for a, a year, basically a year since COVID-19 began last December, the weariness and the confusion and the, what in God's name is going to happen next is, is affecting, certainly it's affecting me. I have to work hard to, to be at peace with myself and know that I'm going to be okay and, and and really just trust trust in my connection and my faith and my faith in God if people get on their knees and say dear god in heaven and the apocalyptic veils do lift and open here would they be getting more of a of an answer now uh, because of because of the resurrection because of what's happening would they see a spaceship or would they see god
1: we would see the divine in action according to our level of commitment to the divine process. To see it's very simply, the power of the divine mind, the power of miracle working is now beginning in a way that's unbelievable. And this is the greatest time to be alive, to see face-to-face the challenge of life and death, but also the afterlife. And the realization that in the holy names of God, both in Scripture as well as in the Enoch Keys, we have been given a formula of being able to open up space and time as never before, to step across the threshold of mortal death and circumstance of COVID nineteen, et etc., and take the upper path, realizing why we have come into this veil of tears at this time to be the good and faithful servant. And so Desiree and I want to share with you just a small segment from the Christmas letter that speaks about the millions, if not the billions of people who are searching for deeper answers, because this is, again, a very important realization. The keys of Enoch, and I personally saw this back in 1973, that there would be a great plague that we recognize that would take away life left and right that we would have to turn to the names of God to give us the, the holy vibration to raise the veil and to sustain all of the challenges necessary in the gathering of the flocks. Indeed, in 1973, I was given specific points, now being recognized by governments throughout the world, including our U.S. Pentagon of the Yens the, that were played out in the year 2004 as a preset the things that we must take on our journey to turn from the media of vulgarism, materialism, and death toward one of life, vitality, and renewal. And that's the whole story of Christmas that is eternal. It is the story of rebirth and rejoicing eternally that shall never pass away.
2: Right, so we truly believe that this is a type of power going on where people should take the time out of their daily lives to ask for deeper answers, to pray, as you mentioned, to meditate as others do, to study uh, inspirational works. This is really a time that we should continue as long as needed and and then share with others. And we do have the ability nowadays, of course, to share on any level with people with Zoom and Skype and all the other video conference calls that are possible. But with that said, we also feel that we're somewhat in the fourth seal of the book of Revelation. And the fourth seal mentions the plague. This is something that was written in uh, Dr. Herjack's book in Keys of Enoch in 1973, that the plague would be a sign of the fourth seal. We also connect that with one of the four horsemen. But so what is the fifth seal? And the fifth seal is really the time when people awaken, when the illusion uh, that they've been living in fades away. And in a certain sense, we see this as part of this, what we would call space-time overlap. That's a technical term for really higher consciousness level of intelligence, what we would some of us would say the angels and the archangels, the lords of light, the other intelligences actually are able to send their consciousness closer and closer to our reality. And we, in states of meditation or prayer, are able to pick up on those thought forms. And that's part of the work that we really need to do right now. The sixth and seventh seal, we'll say for another time, it has a lot to do with the uh, changes of the environment and even cataclysmic change. But the fifth seal is what's really important for us as we move from the fourth to the fifth, where we get deeper answers. And so I'd like to read a short paragraph from our 2020 Christmas letter. It tells us, There is much spiritual preparation needed for our world, with billions of people now wanting to experience a spiritual renaissance. And we're amazed by looking even at younger people who are tapping into kind of a cosmic awareness, not just of levels of intelligence, we would say, on another planet, but actually really experiencing other worlds, other realities, and really asking the questions. And I still think your podcast's, Colleen, should really help some of these younger people find deeper answers to their experiences. But it's really valid that there are other levels of intelligence that are trying to reach us. I think that's the first and foremost. So continuing on our reading of our letter, throughout history and even today, an increasing number of persons on earth seem to have glimpses of higher worlds and of the afterlife in dreams. And people are starting to really have this. They're, they're having waking experiences with seeing beings or orbs in their room, or even taking pictures of orbs that are manifesting. And yes, some of them can be light phenomena that just happens in a camera, but others can really be manifestations of beings that are kind of penetrating into our reality, into our third slash fourth dimensional reality. And even science is telling us You know, there is 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. In fact, super string theory goes to the 10th, 11th, and even possibly 12th dimensions. But, you know, people think of those areas and you say, well, like, you know, okay, I can reach the 10th dimension, but are you alone in the 10th dimension? I say, that's the real question. No, there's myriads of people. You got over 7 billion people on this planet. What do you think is in the heavens or even in the 10th dimension? So, I mean, we have to start expanding that reality to see these Uh, to awaken ourselves, because if we're not accepting of those other realities, we block them. You know, intention has a lot, understanding has a lot, and that's why we're giving the keys of Enoch, because if we can't get our consciousness off of this earthbound reality, the small little third slash fourth dimensional planet that we live on, we cannot open ourselves, our hearts or our minds because we block it to these other dimensions. So the first and foremost is really to start having this. And a lot of younger people are having it and then they don't understand how does this fit into this reality? How does it fit into my boyfriend's reality? All these different things. So we really need to increase that. Um, so they having um, afterlife and dreams, visions, apparitions throughout this changing world. Because if people go within, what are they starting to see? So we can help by bringing scientific insights and the knowledge of divine intervention that is required for life to go on. The media in general is not really showing you this. I mean, there are some kind of cool TV shows that pop in from time to time, but,
1: you know... There's in- a lot of what is called moral armament. That people need to realize the preciousness of every soul, every life form, every opportunity to reach out now requires really a bottom-below consciousness that is left behind and a higher consciousness that is ordained from above. And this is what I experience and seeing the face of the Eternal One. The realization that there are gifts that have come down to the great spiritual thinkers, from Thomas Aquinas all the way back to the biblical writers in the Old Testament would tell us in the Psalms that we shall see the face of God, that we shall rejoice in his kingdom of glory. The fact that we're living so close to this great change, this is the magnificent vision that we have that cannot be simply put into words. We are being prepared for the return of the divine family, but we are also being prepared, according to Enoch, for the coming of the so-called world government we would call it the new roman empire asserting itself in terms of mind control artificial intelligence the lack of the spiritual integrity that is absolutely really fundamental to the daily breath of life and so this dialectic and challenge will require each of us to be beacons of light trumpets of glory shall we say gift-givers of what should be in that eternal Christmas tree, which is the in the tree of life, with all of its branches reaching to the many galaxies and worlds beyond, which we're just beginning to understand as cosmic citizens. And so this is the fantastic gift, of realizing that just as the Christ was set aside for circumcision, that is to say for a higher purpose than just birth and death, so also we have come in as soul beings, into physical form to be the good voice of the Most High and to be the assurance of the Holy Spirit as best we can provide for the new chapter of life that's about to begin. The forces of iniquity can go by different names and labels and extremisms, but this old hierarchy in control of our solar system is passing away and a new hierarchy of Michael, Metatron, and Melchizedek is before us.
2: And also, of course, the power of the Christ. Now we're starting to understand through people's experiences, but also through even science. And Dr. Urchek also calls us the second coming, not only of Christ, but the second coming of science. Because science is talking about these other realms that can exist simultaneous with ours. We may not be able to see them. And so at this holiday time of Christmas, I still say we have to focus on the fact that what the Christ, Jesus the Christ showed us was his ability to go beyond the physical dimension into a glorious light body. And what's most important again, and I will reemphasize this, is that that light body is not, we'll say, external to our reality. But because he came here, it's connected with our reality, which means all of us can be connected with that reality. We can all experience some aspect of Christ, even if it's just the love of Christ. Even we say prayers and then we want a hope for an answer or something personal. This can happen because it's part of a consciousness linkage. Quantum physicists talk about entanglement and non-locality. And these are all realities, not just from our dimension, remote viewing is used from seeing here in uh, Arizona, as you mentioned, to somewhere around the world. But how about seeing these other dimensional realities? There is still that deeper interconnection. And I think that's so important to realize that we are not cut off.
1: To see the angelic faces, the ultra-terrestrial beings of higher intelligence on our doorstep, and to realize the precious time that we have is something that we can fully mobilize, not out of fear, but rather out of faith, recognizing through the looking glass darkly, as the apostle Paul would write, clear-minded visualizations will now be possible as we begin to understand the meaning of the divine family from which we've come into human form, albeit for a few years, a few decades. It is with the realization of the Christmas story that the immortal, the divine can become human, and ultimately the human can be raised on high to become divine. So this is the Christ nature. The Greeks call it Christophorai, putting on the Christ. The other traditions of the great mystics have other names for the diamond vehicle, for the blessed vehicle, but the importance is the changing of garments is now taking place, and we must seek to be as positive as possible. Realizing, as I did, seeing the other side is a school, as well as a university, as well as a divine family that is teaching us the story of Adam and Eve all over again in the context of the Christmas story. The Christmas story is to bring the Christ nature into full realization, to garnish it, to share it, to augment it, but then to pass it on to a new generation. And this is why we're reaching out today to young people throughout the world. Right. They are the vessels of hope. They are the vessels of courage. They are those that have to make the final decision as we go ahead in the coming short period of time we have to realize, as the keys of Enoch tell us, this is the time of the most glorious moment in the gifts of the old High Spirit or the Holy Spirit this is the age of the Holy Spirit in the age of miracles at work that brings us together.
0: And this is also the time for us human beings, individually and collectively, to, to breathe in and to inherit uh, the Christ consciousness and to have faith that his, his sacrifice and the resurrection was real and that, and that the, the Christmas story Is not outside of us and that when in prayer meditation myself uh, a few years ago uh, an angelic being told me that if if i would only love god jesus as much as that he loves me then i would love myself unconditionally and that was that pretty much summed up my entire life and my connection with with the god force and the god energy and i think that people as afraid of they are as they are of death they are afraid to have some of these experiences outside of their uh, of their reality that they see here because there's so much fear and there's so much stuff happening out there and people are not really sure what in god's name they're going to encounter
1: well said we share the divine we delight in the divine we even dance in the divine when we see and feel the fullness of the divine garment of the Holy Spirit overshadowing us as it did the Christ child.
2: But for those who have had experiences, there is an overwhelming energy. And so we're telling people, don't be afraid. Be at peace. It's a loving energy as you Very experienced nice so. it. Very and nice if you so. have that feeling of that loving energy Open yourself, open your heart to embrace it. There are many other realities out there, and we're now opening our own threshold doorway, some call it the vortex points of light, to experience these greater realities, which exist.
1: A little bit of blessing as we conclude our conversation.
2: Thank you. We
1: go back to the gospel's account. Remember that the shepherds were taking care of their flocks, and yet they found time to hear the angelic music, the angelic voices speaking glory to God on high and on earth, peace to men of goodwill and women. <laughs> and that extension, of course, is there in the original Greek and Aramaic and Hebrew and should not be forgotten because it is part of the ongoing gathering of spiritual humanity. This is the Christmas of eternity. The sharing of the good news that doesn't pass away because the eternal. The sharing of the voices and music of the divine that doesn't also pass away because it is part of the ongoing conversation we have with the eternal ones that we shall meet and be blessed by. And so we pray, divine eternal one, all of your gifts, all of your glory that you have set before us by the great minds and sages, Poets, scholars, and thinkers down through history has come really to our barren table. We do not seek the externals of intellectual refinements. We seek the presence of the Holy Spirit in its beauty and glory. We see the presence of the risen Christ as the child, but also as the eternal master in his glory. And we see within ourselves the changing of the garments, from three-dimensionality to the fifth, yes, even to the eighth dimension, that shall open us to the promise of really understanding the wisdom that has brought us into existence and the wisdom of a th- authentic spiritual anthropology that will continue for worlds of the future. We'll give you blessings, divine eternal one. On this special Christmas letter, Let us write, love eternal, dot, dot, dot. To all generations, to all worlds, of the house and many mansions, we are here because we made the decision to be here. And we shall be with you, eternal father, eternal mother, eternal Christ. Because this is the mission that has made the universe a continual blessing, as the keys tell us, your program, Our plan has no end. It is life in the house of many mansions. And
2: it's important also that we feel and help to heal others who are in need. This is part of the spiritual work on this planet, to share our gifts of love, our gifts of light, our gifts of understanding with one another. And this is also the message of Christ when he came 2000 years ago. But remember, he is still here
1: now. What is our faith? Is a realization of eternity in the very moment of everything we do, everything we think, everything we share. World without end, universe without end, house and many mansions without end, eternal, immortal soul without end. That is the Christmas story that is true. As Christ came to this world, so also we, as Christ found his way, so also we, as Christ rose from the dead, so also in time, we shall also pass to the lower dimensions, is the light unto the nations. This is why we're together on this celebration of Christmas time for it is time that shall never pass away, for it is the authentic time with the Christ within, the Christ about, and the Christ upon the throne. And so it is. Amen,
0: amen,
1: amen,
0: and amen. And we send this letter out to each and every one of you from our Christmas house to your Christmas hearts Thank you very, very much. Happy holidays to everyone, and God bless. Thank you, Dr. Hussertag.
1: Thank you, Kolei. So
0: long from Sedona.